Good evening. It is a fine evening on the Third Wheel Podcast. This is our first time shooting at this hour of the day. However, it'll probably be released at a random time on Sunday. How are you today, Shaps? You know what? I'm doing fine, mighty fine. Love the evening. And look at that beautiful sun sunset. That we had to cover up because the glare was right in my eyes Honestly. and it was hurting quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a great productive day. How about yourself, sir? You know what? Yes. A lot of activities. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. I just got back from the Scarborough Renaissance Festival here in Texas. Oh. Have you been before? I have been multiple times. Okay. How many times have you gone? Probably three times. Only three. It's almost, It's like kind of a, it's a tradition, but it's kind of like an early tradition. Like it only um, started a few years ago. Okay. So is this something you were always wanting to go to and then you finally just did it? Uh, I actually went because a friend of mine interpreted one of their shows there. And so we got like free tickets or whatever. And then ever since, me and my friend just make it a point to go every year to see if it if we ever like can top the previous years. Um, we don't do anything crazy. We just want to try to have a good time. Essentially, you talking about sign language interpretation? Yes, that's cool. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. did they just start that? No, that she year? started um, a long, long time. She went to school for it. She mm-hmm. started a while ago. But in order to be certified, I believe you need a certain amount of hours. So I think she either got paid or she volunteered to interpret one of their uh, productions. Gotcha. No, see, uh, my mom was interpreting this year. That's why we went. Cause oh, I, sweet. I've gone every year for quite a while. And actually this year, I kind of I, I kind of just wasn't feeling it. Uh, last year, it wasn't as lively. And, like, I, I dress up. I'm not going to lie about it to my viewers because, yeah. you know, I, I'm a nerd. So I dress up. And last year, I think I had the best costume there. Mm. And I was like, man. And, and I'm not bragging. It was just like I didn't feel like anyone tried that time. So I was like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, this year, though, when I went, I was definitely underdressed. I had the same costume, mm-hmm. but everyone else went all out this year. And then there were more people playing the guitars, the lutes, all that, like, you know, flutes. Oh, dude, I love that stuff. Yeah. They, everybody was doing that today. It was a lively time. It was you know what? Maybe, maybe it's like super post-COVID. That might be it. Maybe. I know they had a big performer die, I think, last year. Oh. Uh, and I say performer. It was this big dude that wears chain mail. He sits at the front with this giant axe. Oh, I know who that yeah, is. He, he died? He died. Yeah. Oh, he just, man. like, I, I don't know if it was at the show or not, but he just, like, had a heart attack, like, on the spot and just dropped it. I want to say it was at the festival. That's awful. Yeah, he just died. Man. He had a really he had a really cool look, too. That's awesome. Yeah, he looked great. He was a big part of the atmosphere. Everyone knew him, so that's yeah. a, it's a shame, but... Heart attacks do not discriminate. But uh, this year, my mom was doing ASL for one of the shows, and yeah. it was uh, she did really good. It was fun to watch, and oh, I'm glad sweet. she got to get her practice in. She graduates next weekend. Nice. And then I'll be taking a trip to Minnesota. I'm taking her to a convention or training where they're going to do more stuff about it. That's awesome. So do you ever dress up to those com- to Renaissance? No, um, I never was that creative, at least you know in that department. However, this year... I kind of promised my friend that we would go as Jedi and Sith. So, you know what? You know, hate hate all you want. (laughs) I do (laughs) hate all you want, but you know it's going to be at least fun for us. That's all it was all about. I guess, but like there are people there that dress up. Like I saw a Spider Man costume. That's what I'm saying. It's not not like that bad. And it wasn't a Renaissance Spider Man costume. Yeah, it It could have been. It could have been. Yeah, but no, that would have been awesome. But no, so like at least what we're having, we're having robes. So at least we fit in. You know. Like, we have a black and brown robe, and then occasionally we'll pull out a lightsabers and start fighting. But, you know, that could that could be interpreted, you know, as, like, wizards or... 
So last year, I'm giving uh, him a weird look, and that's why he's trying to shake up how he speaks to me. <laughs> because so I, la- I actually can't stand people like him that just go and dress up and just whatever. What for you, a no, 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 like it's not Halloween. a whatever. I'm telling you, it can be interpreted as whatever you think. We could be you're wizards, using lightsabers, wizards fighting with mage weapons. You see, you you had me bring out my nerd, my inner nerd, uh, right there. I'm, I'm seeing you flop like a fish on land. <laughs> Trying to desperately gasp for water. Okay, you know what? Speaking of scars, bro, there was last year, let me tell you, I got into a fight with one of the pretzel guys. Oh, tell me about this. Yeah, so you know those pre- the guys who hold the, the pretzel sticks where they have the, those you know, are, yeah, they give them to you. Those are the guys I seek out first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know. I love giant pretzels. Yeah, so yeah those are good, right? So this one guy, like, walked up to us, and I was wearing a... Um, I was wearing like a shirt that had like a camera on it. It was like a work shirt one time that had, to, or it was like a, you know, like a thanks for helping us out. Here's a shirt kind of thing. <laughs> it was like black and white and it, you know, had like a camera on it. This guy walks up to me and says, without any other, you know, prior engagement, you're way too young to be wearing that. Mm. I'm like, what? He's <laughs> like, you, that shirt, you're way too young to be wearing that. I'm like, do you know what this is? And he says, yeah. I do. Do you know what that is? I'm like, I guess not. I thought I did. Thank you. <laughs> and he like he walks off, and like there was like this lady there who was way wasted. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was really good acting. Hey, shoot, never mind. It wasn't acting. She was wasted. She was dressed up, but it was absolutely wasted. And like he would like occasionally yell out free, you know, not free pretzels, but like great pretzels here, you know, hot pretzels. And she would like hype him up, but also somehow heckle him. You're like, oh, yeah, get your hot pretzels here if you want to, you know, keel over and die early. But she would, like, circle him, and she was, like, really obnoxious. I'm just like, man, this sucks. I hate this. Why am I here? This is yeah. the worst thing ever. And then, like, uh, I wanted a pretzel really bad, but I was like, I cannot accept a pretzel from him. Like, I'm not giving him my money. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let him win over this. You seem to draw people that are like for no reason just want to pick a fight with you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't get it. It's just like uh, you tell me that that story about the cigar thing, and the guy's like uh, he just hears you say, "Yeah, I was." Suffering. Oh yeah, yeah, I was hurting last week. He's like hurt. He's like hurt. You don't know what hurt means. Don't know what being hurt means. <laughs> Have you ever had a baby die on your hands in the middle of a war? Yeah. I'm like, what? And like this random pretzel guy. You, you just think you're putting on a nice shirt and you're gonna have a good time. Like you don't know where that shirt's from. He's like starts like, crying. Wait, you want to fight? You want to fight? Yeah. Why do you wear that? It's, you know what my father did, right? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's like that girl from the 70s who reminds him he broke up. She broke up with them on the spot. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, oh, I was dude. just trying to forgive it. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I remember my first time going to Renaissance. Uh, now, I don't remember the age, but I think I was like 16, 17. Sure. And it was, it blew me away. It kind of reminded me of. Now, when you're younger, everything blows you away. Oh yeah. But it, it just like when I watched Lord of the Rings for the first time, the first the first one, like it just like that shaped who I was for better or worse. Oh. Like my personality, you know, nerd stuff, sword and shield, yeah, yeah, So yeah. <clears throat> we get there and it's just like I am blown away by the costumes, the people. Like I accidentally bumped into a lady and she's like, you know, begging your pardon. Like mm. just give me that. I was like, oh, that was so cool. Like it was an accident. Yeah. You know, and then and then again, the guy who just died last year, like he's standing there with the big sword or yeah. axe, whatever, and you know, I was like well that that dude's cool he has oh, the yeah. atmosphere there's people playing there's jesters walking around there's guys there are guys that just juggle for fun you know but now it's like now they took those tiny acts that you find on the street and i don't know if all the older acts are quitting and that's probably why things are going the way they're going where there's less lively like a weird transition period yeah because like the the guys that you'd saw that would just juggle for fun on the street mm-hmm. now they're actually parts of the show like right. they, they get a, a show with a slot and they're <laughs> 
And it used to be those slots were provided for the crazy big performers with something really cool to show yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they, they started restocking some of the cooler acts. So I'm hoping they, they, they restore the guy that juggles, the guy that plays music. Yeah. I, I hope they keep putting those guys back where they belong. Not they don't ha- not that they don't add to the show as a whole mm-hmm. or to the festival, but there are those things that need to stay on the, the sidewalk or the walkway, you know, and just add to the atmosphere. Then you got the guys that are super talented coming up and taking up show slots. So mm. we need to do those again. So like this past time, we had a really cool uh, lady who was on America's Got Talent, Italy's Got Talent. Talent. She joked about how like I don't know how I ended up on that show, <laughs> but uh, and she was on like some other reality show. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh wow. She was on that, and she she trained rats and she trained cats to do stuff and go through hoops and do the obstacle course. Like that's cool. Like we need oh, more yeah. of those things, you know, and like. Um, I do enjoy those old acts from the past. Like some of them are still there, and they still yeah. do it every year. And it's like, but they're they're getting older. I mean, I, I remember seeing them 15 years ago or so now. You know, and mm. it's like now it's like we need to make room for the new stuff. You know, so I don't know. You know, one of my favorite memories of us Renaissance Fair. It's so simple, but it was literally like these two old guys who had two chessboards in front of them. And yeah, you would pay them, but like you can pay them to play with them. But like they kept like voices up the whole time, you yeah. know. And yeah. it was just like super sweet and wholesome. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun just like doing that, you know, something as simple as that. There's something about it, you know, just like any convention or whatnot, you know, um, where everyone's involved, or at least most everyone's involved, and the atmosphere changes. It just kind of obviously you don't really feel like you're in the middle ages it just kind of feels like you're somewhere else not yeah, in the world you know exactly like, it just feels great i don't know mm-hmm. i still felt that way when i left when you're in there like man this is a whole new thing yeah. and when i left i was like okay i'm back in the real world there's yeah, everybody's exactly. car i take off my hat my hat chokes me the whole time it's like <laughs> i have a giant head i don't know if y'all noticed but my anytime i wear a hat i got a headache by the end of the day but you know it was still a lot of fun everything's still very overpriced because yeah. so today i wore a jester outfit and i put the clown nose on and it it was windy and it kept falling off so i was like okay so when we're sitting down to eat i took off the nose and i stuck it down in my mug okay yeah i was like cool it's not gonna blow away i forgot the nose was in there so oh, um no. she brings my tea and i was like oh i'm gonna dump it in this cup and so i dump it in the cup forgot the nose is in there and that suddenly my nose has a uh, iced sweet iced tea in there please tell me that someone saw that no nobody saw it but oh. let me tell you let me tell you what happened though. The mug was broken. I've had that mug for like two years, three years now. Oh, and dude. So the the as soon as I poured it in, it started leaking. Mm. And so I didn't just like get my nose wet. I got the uh, I filtered the nose. I filtered the sweet tea through the nose and then <laughs> out onto the ground. I was like, dude, ah, that's, that's the most gestury thing you could have possibly. Done. <laughs> I was gonna say, you could have played I, into that. I was saying I'm playing the part today. Like, like literally, like excuse me, man, can I have some more? It's yeah. leaking yeah. out. You know, like right. oh, dude, that'd be, I know. Really, that'd be great. Well, last year I wasn't pre- I wasn't uh, prepared for all the amount of people that walked up to me and was like, tell me a joke. And I was like, uh, your mom. Like, I had no clue what to say. Like, right. <laughs> so many people were just like, because uh, like I looked the part, it looked great. And sure. then and it looked good this year. But I get up, you know, last year I went up to people to buy stuff and they're like, oh, tell me a joke. And I was like, uh, I wasn't prepared for this. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I don't ever have that issue. You know, I'm all, I always know what to say. But sure. not, no, not, the, not last year. <laughs> Gosh, mighty. Well, that's exciting. I can't wait to go. I'm going in a few days. Yeah, so. I'm excited. And no, it's, it was fun. I, I almost didn't go just because, like, my mom my mom was in it this year. So I was like, okay, cool. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. So, Sweet. Yep. So, guys, I'm excited for today's show. Oh, boy. As the title, I'm going to put the food we're going to try today in the title. I don't know what it is. How, yeah, exactly. That, that That's the kicker. It is 
The Shaps has no idea what I'm about to bring up today, so I hope y'all are excited for that. I cannot tell you how much he's going to hate me after this, but it's okay because it's worth it for views, <laughs> all 10 of them. <laughs> okay. Did you see what happened with Steve Crowder, Shaps? All I know is that he is divorced now, and he kept it kind of secret for a few months. Actually, uh, is it finalized? Or you know? separated? I thought he was divorced. I don't know about... I heard the word divorce. I know. So. I don't know if it's finalized or not yet. But... Well, I watched his video on it, and apparently, regardless if he's divorced or not, um, he's kept it under wraps since like what this November December of last year. Okay, um, and no one really publicly knew about it until very recently when okay. um, people started opening up about it. Well, uh, there's something Shaps did not know about, and yes. this kind of boggles my mind, mm-hmm. is that there was ring footage of his backyard next to the pool of him being super abusive emotionally or maybe verbally to his wife Mm -hmm. did you not hear anything about that no i didn't hear about that no yeah okay it's it's really bad now i haven't seen i've tried to watch the full video i didn't look super hard but it's not just up on youtube for you to see yeah i don't know if he was successful in getting people to take it down but there's a ton of reaction videos Mm. uh there's plenty of people that you can go and get the like the full video but how do people get that uh i don't know that's the thing because uh ring isn't that owned by amazon yeah it has an amazon server but like Dude, the fact to, to get that out of there, like, I don't know. That's... Somebody just had to have known it was his house. and was like, oh, cool. Somebody working over at Amazon or whoever works guess, the ring cameras. Maybe, yeah. Okay, so his pregnant wife, dude, like, she was trying to go get groceries. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was trying to, I think she was trying to take the car. Again, I haven't seen the full video. I've only seen the parts of it. And I'm trying to go based off my memory. Yeah. But they were trying to, um, she was trying to take the car. And he's like, no, you're not taking the car. And she's, like, pregnant with his twins at this point. Yeah. You know? And he's like, you know, you're going to you're gonna Uber there. And then she's, like, trying to be... She's just trying to get away from the conversation. He's like, you know, you need to learn some discipline when I tell you to do something. And, like, dude, he's going at her. Holy crap. And um, apparently he was saying a whole bunch of really bad stuff whenever they were off camera. So the ring camera's still going, but she goes to the kitchen and he chases after her. And he's, like, almost borderline, like, threatening her. And it's wow. like, it's bad. I don't know. Uh, we, we've had our talks about Steve Crowder before. I actually don't like him that much. I mean, like, yeah, after the whole him and he's him breaking his deal with, or not breaking his deal, but like, yeah. um, turning down the deal with Daily Wire and then like going after them. Yeah. Like, no, we, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Like, that he handled that poorly. Mm. Before that, like, if we're talking about his style of videos, like, um, his Change My Mind series, like, yeah. I enjoyed it to an extent, but I, I get tired of people just, you know, I, debates stress me out because nobody ever wins. Nobody ever. Mm-hmm changes their mind on anything and i was just like i'm, I'm not feeling this dude like yeah <laughs> i watched a few of them and some of them were good but at the you know i get sick of that reality stuff i don't know sure. do you like reality tv at all <laughs> well that's different than reality tv In you mean sense. like reality tv like produced reality tv or kind of um actual run up to someone with a microphone reality i guess that one Okay. Yeah, the second one, the walking up. They're different, but um, I guess so. One's actually scripted. What would you What would you qualify it as then? What he does? I guess spontaneous interview, or it's more. He's not really like debating people because you're right. He's not looking to actually learn anything. Mm -hmm. He's just there to educate. So it's an education. I would label it as educational video, like live educational Mm -hmm. or something, real time education, whatever you may say about it. Yeah. Um, I I definitely like. There's lo- there's a lot of them that I definitely enjoy. I always thought that sometimes he can go a little too far, just on like harshness. Um, mm-hmm. But then like people can also go way too far on him. So like I yeah. get where he's coming from in that area. I really don't like his his uh, talk show. Mm-hmm. He goes way too overboard for me sometimes. Just like it's weird. It's he has like two different personalities. It seems like when he's talking to people and changed my mind. 
you can see he's incredible. He looks incredibly sympathetic. Yeah. And he's willing to listen to what the other person has to say. Listen to them. Not necessarily agree with them, but like listen to them. And he generally is like listening to them. And whenever he's like being compassionate, I generally believe he's being compassionate. Mm-hmm. I think that deep down that's who he really is. But then like I don't know if it's comedian in him or like this political rage monster in him that kind of just takes over for all the other stuff. I don't really feel like the other stuff is real. Like his talk show, I don't feel like he's being real. I don't, I don't always feel like he's being real with change my mind. I feel like generally like when he gets down to like that compassion level, like that's where he really is. Yeah. Um, on his best, on his worst, obviously is what we've seen in yeah. this video. Definitely. I haven't seen the video, but that sounds crazy. Yeah. It's, it's just, it doesn't seem like, it's not like totally unbelievable anymore, but just because like, I don't know, when you set the bar by going after your best friends yeah. and throwing them under the bus and like disclosing very personal information and recording them, like you've set, you've crossed a certain line and then he divided audiences. A lot of people on his platform were also subscribers to um, Daily Wire. And because he did this, he's kind of calling for a line in the sand. Yeah. Kind of like what Eminem did all those years ago where like he's, Telling his fans, you need to split up, essentially. Go with me or go with them. Um, and that just, like, I don't know, that that's not unification. That is just completely destruction. That's not co- building conversation. That's segregation, like, right there. So it says a lot about his personality. Maybe he's just, I don't know, in a really, 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 really rough spot right now. Mentally, I think he probably needs help. To be yeah, honest. well, you know, his one of his co-hosts quit, right? Like Dave Lounder. Oh Lander. yeah, I think I heard about. Yeah, that. but he was saying like he's very controlling mm-hmm. and like just. I mean, he listed other things: scheduling conflicts, he accuses cohorts of jealousy, right? Uh, all that stuff, and it's just like controlling, control. So like his his buddies now are even like, dude, like this guy's crazy. I mean, how can you, especially if that video comes out? You know, like I don't know if you were in that position, like if you were one of his friends, you know, or one of his co-hosts, uh, and like this all happens what goes through your head do you just like get up and leave or would you be his friend first and co has second you know like what would you do that's a good question so if uh, if it turned out a big crazy controversy that you yeah of course were, me right we're crazy controlling and like i don't know i wouldn't have started this with you had i thought it would be that big of an issue and so far it hasn't we're about i think this is episode 15 i might yeah. be crazy it could yeah, be 16 yeah, yeah. Some, uh, but but we haven't had any crazy actually any issues i don't think other than like hey i can't make it this week or something right um so that's been very good. But like, let's just say, first off, if I thought you would have been that way, I probably wouldn't have asked you to be a co-host. Yeah. And that's nothing personal. It's just like, I don't, because I've had it before, uh, a long time ago with a friend, I wanted to do a gaming channel. And when I was like, hey, let's do it. We, we, we had a great dynamic. Yeah. But then when we started working together, we couldn't come to grips on anything. I had a fixed vision for what the show wanted, I wanted it to look like. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I don't want to do that. But, you know, personalities, it, it would have been great, I thought. We had sure. such a stupid, great uh, dynamic. But yeah. with that, I realized, like, sometimes you can't work with your friends, and it sucks, you know, because, like, it should be something simple. But yeah. so that would be the first thing would be, like, I wouldn't have asked you had I thought it would have been that big of an issue. On the secondly, if you, I don't know, if you had flipped the switch and went 100%, off the wall crazy. Yeah, yeah let's just say today you just went crazy on me i got it on video so ha but um <laughs> no i don't know we talk about it it would be it would take a lot for me to be like hey bro this isn't working I, yeah, you yeah. can't be my co-host anymore but it, it would just depend on what you did is it like you know you can't you can't make it a bunch of times i'd, I'd start looking at that if you couldn't mm. make it like five weeks in a row i was like dude what the heck you know yeah, yeah. Uh, it hasn't been that big of an issue or if you were like every time you got on you're like hey look dude 
I'm not drinking that. And then, like, mm-hmm. I, it's on the sh- it started leaking into the show. Like, right. hey, I'm not drinking that food today, bro. And we're we're recording. You know, that, right? You know, we're like fighting on the microphone, like you bad know? sportsmanship. And, and I have to cut that out. You know, it's mm-hmm. like we, I cut out our fight, and then it, you hear a hard transition from like I can't wait to try what we got today, and then the next time is like, oh, okay. that was so so good. Yeah, uh, I'm. It's just gonna be me eating it today, guys. I like to where you could clearly tell there was something that went on in, right. in between cuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it it would take a lot for me to be like, hey, this isn't working out because like sure. we've already started off 15 episodes in i think there if there were going to be any major conflicts we would have figured it out by now sure but um, the only thing that really like isn't there is that i mean this is a reason a lot of people have falling outs mm-hmm. is when money gets involved yeah for sure or with fame usually they go hand in hand yeah and i've seen a lot of youtuber like youtube pairs like great pairs seemingly you know they act like the best of friends they seem like the best of friends and then, like, one thing happens, and then they just, they're gone. They're, like, mortal enemies or something. Yeah. You know? like, it's always messy. It's because they, usually Twitter, remember a few episodes ago? <laughs> usually it's a Twitter war. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> and they bring pub, the public in on it for some reason. Yeah. No one can freaking keep an NDA, apparently. So, yeah, I, it's seen that over and over and over again. I'm not afraid that's going to happen. It's more like, I just know, like, no one's immune to it. So I guess kind so. Of, it's kind of weird, you know? You don't, don't know. know what's going to happen until it happens. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of interested. I think we now we do have a good dynamic, but also mm-hmm. like we've never had like a real like super big argument over anything, and I think that's really good. Well, also, I think like from the very beginning, we just kind of both realized, you know what, we're 99% chance we're never going to make any money off of this. Oh goodness, no! <laughs> like even if we did, I'm not like super motivated by money anyway. Right. Like I'm oh, not I would the, be. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in this world to make money. Yeah. Genuinely. So like, I don't know. I, I know I can say I can talk all big now, but like it really doesn't. It changes a lot, you know, when right. things go wrong. And like, say we do get big, and there is a controversy because controversy is just around every corner. Apparently. Yeah, because like you know we've taken shots at people like bigger YouTubers. Like imagine if we were big too and we started taking shots. Oh, we, then we, it'd be real bad. We'd, we'd be starting doing response videos. We'd be getting invitation to that person's podcast. And all then sorts diss of tracks stuff. and then yeah, boxing like, matches. Yeah, y- y'all don't want to hear me do a diss track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no, dude, it's yeah. it's a crazy industry, and part of me is so thankful not to be famous. Mm-hmm. You know, he won't um, let me make him famous, guys. If we got a billion <laughs> views tomorrow, he still would he's not the reason. say his name. He wouldn't let me record him. All that good stuff. In case you're all wondering, yeah, that's part of the reason. I'm just like, I don't know, like if I ever had to come back to this, you know, I don't want to ever put my too much of myself out there. Yeah. Um, because I always want to keep you know stuff personal. Like, okay, yeah, it's horrible. What Steven Crowder did. I'm more shocked that the freaking ring camera that's supposed to be his property recorded yeah. him and somehow leaked to the internet. Yeah. That's scary to me. That is terrifying. Like, you can't freaking be anywhere without being recorded by someone nowadays. Well, go back. For better or for worse. Let's go back to that then, because we, we did get off a little tangent, yeah, but that's yeah. fine. That, that, oh, half an hour already? What the heck? Ooh, what? No, no, no. On him. Mm. Yes, I'm with you. That shouldn't have been leaked, but what the heck, dude? Like, because his yeah. wife. His wife was like double pregnant, and she was she had a big stomach in that video, like as no, all pregnant women do. That's what I'm, but, yeah, that's but what he's I'm like saying. talking he's, down to her. He's got has something mentally wrong with him. Yeah, and like I don't know, maybe this might lead. It might not. It might lead to a bigger talk about abuse in general. But I was like, man, I cannot stand that stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it when guys are just doing that to their really pretty wives, girlfriends, whatever, and they're just treating them like garbage. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't know how that happens. I mean, I, I hear all sorts of stuff. I've taken classes on spousal abuse and child abuse, yeah. and like. I guess to an extent, I get how it happens, but like, or like somebody's psyche just a little bit, because there's no excuse for it, really, Uh but I can see how 
uh, people's, how they grew up, how they've been hurt in the past, all that stuff, environmental factors, how that plays into abuse and whatever kind. I get how somebody might start thinking that way, but I don't see, maybe just nobody told them like, hey, bro, you can't do this. You can't treat people like Mm -hmm. this. Coworkers, wives, whatever. I truly, truly don't get it. I could never be any type of abusive, especially toward a woman. Like... That would, oh man, I can't even picture some of the stuff I see these people doing to mm-hmm. their spouse. And it's like, oh, I can't even picture doing stuff like that. It makes me kind of sick to my stomach. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? It's hard to say. Like. Well, hard to say whether or not you'd be abusive. No, I was kidding. <laughs> no. What I mean is you like to say that about yourself, but here's a crazy thing. They probably said that about themselves as well. Yeah. Or they just like don't see. They don't understand. Or maybe they're not as bad as how they've been treated. And they're like, oh, I'm nothing like that. You know, it could be, or just like complete disillusion in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so, people snap sometimes. Yeah, for in, sure. Some people, you know, less than others, but some people, when they snap, now because they're separating, I think divorce, I think is on the table. Pretty mm-hmm. sure it is. Sure. Because of that that tells me this is a common occurrence, or like, oh yeah, this has happened before. Most it's of not the time, like a one time yeah, deal. Most of the time, it's not. Yeah, exactly. But I also don't want to like stand on a soapbox and say, you know what, this will never happen to me. You never freaking know. Like. I don't like I generally don't like obviously I can say that right now genuinely what he did absolutely not acceptable um inexcusable and I would never ever do that to someone but what if I did like I just end up doing something like that other people would think oh my god I would never do that you know like you just don't know yourself until the situation hits you know like we don't even know where his he is in his mind we don't know where she is in her mind yeah there's so many variables to trigger that now again in Steven's case, like I said, it's probably happened a few times. Yeah, for sure. In a one-time instance, I don't know. Who knows? Like some people, some couples get in really freaking bad fights sometimes. Yeah. Like abuse, borderline abusive, sometimes very abusive arguments sometimes. And I've seen some couples prevail by going to counseling or whatnot. And mm-hmm. I've seen some crumble. You know, it really depends. But I never want to be too prideful to say this will never happen to me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Not that I would. But I'm just saying keeps me on my toes i suppose okay just so i never feel like i'm in a space where i'm completely safe you know i'm always trying to be better i'm always trying to be careful of what i say careful of what i do because sometimes yeah like stuff comes out and Mm -hmm. sometimes if it's not checked then if i convince myself actually no i'm better than that that's not me it's better than that instead of addressing the problem why it happened then sometimes that can lead to further altercation down the road I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really insecure. My biological dad was insecure as well. And yeah. I, I started seeing some of the same behavior patterns that he exhibited. And that does bug me a little bit. So I've been extra careful to try and work on those things. Right. Because I know how bad it can get when you're married to someone like him. Yeah. And I don't want to be that same person. So right. I, I see what you mean. I'm always trying to be aware of my issues mm. and trying to work on them. I, I see them sometimes as they happen, which isn't a great thing. But when they sit, when I see it happening, I'm, I can always try and take a step back. Like, okay, I can't do that again. Yeah, um, it's never been like anything physical, and I've never I've never talked down to anyone I've dated. You know, yeah. ever ever. Like, I I don't think I even have that in me, bro. But I, I've had I've I've been in relationships, and it's never been that kind of crazy issues. Sure. Um, so. I think I'm. Pre- it's a pretty safe bet that I'm not like abusive, you know. Um, no, and yeah. you know, my whole point is like obviously we never would, but right, right. a lot. Everyone says that about themselves, sure. and really, it's kind of to reference. You know, a few weeks ago when we we're talking with about therapy. You know, like mm-hmm. we're all vulnerable to it still, even though we would never do it. At least in this time, in this in our mindsets, we're all still vulnerable to 
really big mistakes yeah. to really bad mistakes. That's life changing. You know, it's like it's like you know, I can stand here and say, I will never be racist. I'm never going to be misogynist. I'm never going to be abusive. But like, wouldn't the majority of people already agree to that? Right. But it happens all the freaking time. Oh yeah, for sure. So <laughs> you have to ask the question. Yeah, think about that. Why is that? Why is that a thing? Have you have you found yourself doing stuff that you said you wouldn't be doing that your parents did? And then you, you cut yourself doing it. Could you elaborate? Yeah. So, okay. This is a quick example just off the top of my head. Sure. But there, there's a lot. My dad used to be, now I'm talking about my uh, adoptive father. Yeah. Uh, he used to be super impatient with us. And there were some times where he would go, if he got impatient with us, he'd, he'd be like, hello, like to your, uh-huh. like yell, you know, because it's something that's really easy. Or if you're not paying attention, he'll try yeah. to get your attention by hello, you know, sure. trying to in a sense, I wouldn't say talk down, but that's just uh-huh. how he was. But as an adult, I used to work in a jail and there's an inmate that I, when they come into the cell block, they're supposed to be patted down. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I was doing his paperwork real quick and I said, Hey bro, stand right here. And then yeah. he kept like seeing one of his buddies and trying to come up and be like, Hey bro. And I said, like, Hey bro, get back on the wall. Mm-hmm. I haven't patted you down yet. <laughs> and then, uh, again, as I'm doing his paperwork, he, uh, he walks off again. I was like, sir, stay right there on the mm-hmm. wall, you know? And then, uh, Again, uh, I'm almost done with this paperwork, and he walks off, and I was like, "Hello!" <laughs> like, and then he then he stopped, and he yeah. like, you know gave me a weird look, and like, "Bro, get on the," you know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I found I was like, "Oh shoot, that's straight from my dad." Like, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, anything like that? Let's see. Nothing that I would. Ne- nothing that I said. I'm never ever going to do this. Yeah, I may have. I didn't realize yeah. it, but like more like um, I'm just very similar to my mom, for instance. Mm. And like the same tendencies and same insecurities that she's had, like I have inhi- like inherited one way or another. But also that tells me, you know, I need to be better than, you know, I need to be better. I want to be better. You know, like I want to better myself. But as far as like things that I think there are some things that, you know, like I, I would get mad at people for doing, like friends doing. But mm-hmm. even though I would do it the same thing. So it's almost like hypocritical of me. But like I'm starting to realize that's just human nature, you know, like we always want to be the perfect person in our minds. You know, like we always want to criticize every single person in the world because we would never be that way yeah. we would never say those things we would never do that then you find yourself on a ring camera video you know like <laughs> 10 years later and like holy crap how did i get here uh, yeah i mean sure and maybe in some other area i'll never be that bad where like oh shoot i'm talking down to my and, wife yeah that's an extreme it, yeah steven's yeah. an extreme yeah but like, absolutely <laughs> you could end up getting it's very possible you would end up being in a point in your life where like you do something that could be considered abusive yeah and not even like realize it or not even register and then convince yourself it's not mm. you know and by telling yourself oh all these other people i would never do that that's also kind of reinforcing the you're better than that so like it's all about humility honestly mm. um so that's just me though yeah no i like that way of thinking Another example, and I found myself doing this pretty recently, and it kind of shocked me. I hated it when my parents would always be like, you know, I'd say I'm tired when I'm younger, and like, oh, you're tired, you know, and they're in their 40s and 50s. Oh, 50. I hate that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I found myself <laughs> doing that with, uh, my, so I got my best friend and her husband, but then uh, her husband's sister is like staying with them. She's like 15, and mm-hmm. she'll she'll start doing that where she's like, you know, man, I had a tough day today. And I'm like, you had a tough day today. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I hated it when my parents did that, or or old people in general they'd be no, doing that. But yeah. I found myself doing that too, and I was like, oh yeah. shoot, I gotta I gotta chill out on that, you know. Right. It's, 
Yeah, I, I hate it when people are like, when you're going through something bad, someone in the room just has to come in and one-up you and every single, usually yeah. another person. No, I have that issue too, if I'm being yeah, honest with really? you. Yeah, if, I, if I'm being honest with some of my, my weaknesses. Yeah. And I, I caught myself talking to a buddy and he told me his story. I can't remember what we we're talking about, but I do remember that like he told this story. I was like, hey, bro. I'm not trying to one up you here, but yeah. I do. I do have a story that ties in what you're talking. I had to. I had to sit back and catch myself because sure. I, I do that. Where yeah. they tell a story, and I, I, you know, this may be a prideful part of mm-hmm. me, but I'm sitting here thinking like I do have a better story than what they just told me. <laughs> and this, but this time I comment. So like, hey, bro, uh, I know sometimes I have a tendency to one up people in their stories, but I actually have a, <laughs> I have a story that fits with what you're talking about. And it, I think it's pretty funny. Sure. We just kind of went from there and I, I don't know. What do you think? Did I handle that? Okay. Or should I just not tell the story at all? Um, I think it's always wise to listen first. Yeah, absolutely. And speak later. Yeah. So it kind of like, sounds like what you did, but, um, definitely like I always value just, and because I value when people do it for me, mm-hmm. I very much try to just let someone literally finish everything they're going to say. Yeah. Even though, like, in the back of my head, just like everyone else, is like, I have something so much better to say. I need to say it right now. But, like, there's honor in respecting people. I'm with you. And, like, uh, okay, another example. I would Now, this, is, this isn't something that I don't think I picked up. I probably did because we all probably picked up stuff when we were kids. Yeah. But I caught myself having a talk with a friend of mine, and I realized how much I interrupt. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, dang it. Me dude. too, man. Yeah. Me too. I was like, God dang, I got to stop that. Cause like, that's not, you know, like you said, like it's a respect thing. It's an honor thing yeah. of just like letting the other person finish before and a debate, like you're both going to argue, right? but you're right. Like it, it's a thing to not talk over the other person. That That's a way to escalate. You know, you want to, yeah. when you're debating, it's, you don't want to escalate anything. Mm-hmm. And the way to escalate it into an argument, debates are not arguments, right? Arguments are when you're actually trying to, Prove a point and do it like aggressively, almost yeah, in a hostile yeah, yeah. way. Yeah, like an actual debate. That's when you have two opposing views and you either try to persuade the other person to thinking what you're what you're saying is right. true or better or whatever, or you're just trying to learn about the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, like are you both trying to improve your own views? Yeah, um, and strengthen them. So yeah, dude, I interrupt people sometimes, and I I know I'm doing it in the moment. And it feels like almost like a knee-jerk reaction sometimes. Mm-hmm. I catch myself a lot of the time, but like sometimes I will just like interrupt someone. Um, yeah. There are some cases where like I need to interrupt someone because it's not going somewhere. Like I lead a group, for instance, and uh, sometimes the conversation goes way overboard in a direction it's not supposed to. And sometimes in the most polite way, I'll be like, that's fascinating. Moving on. Something like that. Yeah. You know? But when it's like I'm talking with like friends or whatever, yeah, dude, like... I find myself learning so much more just by shutting up. Like, you would not believe it. Like, in your head, you're like, I need to get this point across or else. But no, like, listen a little bit more, you know. Let the people finish. And you actually might learn something about them. You might learn something about yourself just by letting them finish their thought. Um, It's just kind of like, again, it's pride, I guess. Or it's eagerness and, you know, impatience, whatever, you know, whatever every human struggles with more, some more than others. But... Yeah, it's definitely something to work on because I'm, I'm we're imperfect, dude. I'm always improving <laughs> myself. I got so many issues; it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When did you start realizing you had those issues, especially like in it? Because I don't know. Do you consider yourself introvert? Yes. Okay. So, how do you go from introvert to leading groups? And uh, in this context, we are talking biblical stuff, right? Like a Bible, correct? Group, church, which group. actually doesn't really have much to do with it. No. Um, the reason, sure. the reason being, I, just, I was adding context for the people listening. Sure. What for context, of, yes, it is yeah. a Bible study. Yeah. But 
So how do you go from introvert to like, okay, I have these issues leading a discussion. I think, how do I fix yeah, those? yeah. I think a common misconception about introverts is that they don't like being around people. It's not true at all. Oh yeah. Um, I got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like, again, I'm not a professional or anything, but like, especially since I have so many introvert friends, we actually love conversation and we love people. We just love, we enjoy smaller groups and we like more intimate groups. Yeah. For me, I like being around people who I know, you know, like really well. I, it's kind of hard for me to meet new people. I'm very shy at first until like they laugh at one of my jokes. Yeah. But I think we said it before. Like that's one of my ways of breaking ice and getting to know someone is by making a joke and seeing how they respond to it. Yeah. Either laugh at it or make fun of me or whatever. I don't care. That's my way of gauging people. Right. It's a litmus test, right? Um, but like if I'm in a group of people that I know, you know, really well and they all know each other, I'm super comfortable. Like I have no problem going. I love hanging out with those people, you know? However, I prefer to stay at home. You know, mm -hmm. like I prefer my own place. That's how I recharge. Yeah. Just because I recharge at home doesn't mean I want to be at home all the time, though. <laughs> right. I actually get stir crazy just like anyone else. Oh, and yeah. I do want to go out and do stuff. I'm not the person to instigate doing things. Like, mm. I'm not the person to say, let's go here. Let's go there. Yeah. And then let's do this and this. I can usually only do one or two things a day. And then I'm like tuckered out. Extrovert people get recharged by surrounding themselves by people and meeting new people and doing all these activities. I can only do one or two things a day with people I really know. Mm. With a small group where people are coming in, like in and out, you know, people, new people every time. Um, honestly, I kind of put on a target face, like that kind of professional, not fake, but like a professional face. Like I'm leading this group. I'm taking that responsibility. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone to lead a group. And I'm actually, even though I'm introvert, I'm actually quite confrontational and I'm ready to step in when I need to just because I very much value people. I very much value conversation. And I think of it as an honor to lead that out if that makes sense. So I don't have a problem helping that conversation lead on. And I feel like I have some interesting things to say, and I love hearing what other people have to say. It's just when, it, again, it's an intimate setting. That's what that's what the Bible study is, really. It's more intimate setting. It's not like a super big hangout group or whatever. You know, like we do hang out, but like it's mostly about coming together for something else. Mm. Um, I don't like going to parties that much gotcha. to be honest because he's been to a few of mine and he leaves like a minute in <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean like tribute to be honest dude it is like i don't know how to describe it to you it is like horrible anxiety i mean mm -hmm. like i i try to stand my ground a lot of the time but like most of the time if i only know one person at the party and there's like 20 people i'm like i can't do this can't do it i'm going to be miserable the whole time i'm not gonna be fun to be around and I got something to do, you know, like <laughs> I'll find something to do. Not like lying, but like uh, yeah. I'll make, I'll prioritize something else, yeah. which I know is a crappy thing to do some people, but like legitimately I do care about the people, you know, like who I know so much. I'm like, I, I just really wish it was just us yeah, or like a smaller group of people, you know, or it's not like this performance I have to put on, mm -hmm. you know, this, there's party etiquette and there's mm -hmm. things you have to do, things you can't do. Um, I feel the same way about weddings, actually. I can't stand weddings because uh, I only usually only know the groom <laughs> or the bride or no one. <laughs> oh, man. 
Not at my wedding. At no. my wedding, you will know everybody. Oh, that's sweet. Well, no, uh, you have left my party super early. I didn't take it personally or anything. I just sure. and actually, I kind of picked up on like, yeah, this isn't his type of setting. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I understand. I used yeah. to get super uncomfortable at parties. Sure, it's not. It's yeah. generally like not because it's anyone's fault. It's no, like, no, no. I I know how you feel. I yeah, actually do because yeah. I used to be the same way. Because mm. I used to think I was extroverted, and then I was. I mean, sorry, introverted, and yeah, then yeah. I realized I was extroverted. Right, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh man, like I hate being introverted. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, you yeah. you're always hanging out with people you're yeah. always meeting people you need that oh 100 and I like go crazy. i need people too but in a totally different way i understand it that. looks so different yeah no i was definitely like man i need to get out of this house or i'm gonna you know yeah, yeah exactly. and it drives me crazy and don't get me wrong sometimes i can live introverted sure but i do typically find that like i can't do that too long i can do it like yeah. a day and that's my recharge my recharge is being home like one day and then i'm out and doing something the sure. rest of the time so yeah, it's no. very rare I get drained like that. I definitely don't. It's like I like being at my house, but I kind of make it a goal to do one thing a day. Yeah. At least with people. Um, because I feel like I found that I'm actually very unproductive when I'm by myself. Um, and I actually need people to rely on me to get mm. things done, if that makes sense. Dang. Like if people rely on me to meet up with them somewhere or to finish a project or... Let's go, like, hang out at this place at this time with these people. Could you be there? I'm like, absolutely. To me, that's like someone relying on me. That gets me productive, you know. Um, but if I'm just, like, by myself with no plans or nothing, I don't actually make plans to go do anything. Mm. And I kind of sit there and do nothing. It's almost like I'm like a machine waiting orders, you know, or something like that. You know, just, like, waiting for input. Even though I'm recharging it is rest for me. It still feels like so unproductive. But yeah. I know if I do too much or too many productive things, I'm going to get burnt out. Mm. And I won't want to hang out with anyone. Yeah. Let me elaborate on that. You said responsibility. That, yeah. That, that, That's what drives me. Responsibility. Bro, I got responsibility last week. And I... That drained my social battery. Oh, yeah? because And I mean, I say social battery. I don't know. Mental energy, whatever you want to call it. Sure. I was drained when I got the task <laughs> done. And it was something simple. It's like, hey, can you get the? Can you ask all the male volunteers in this yeah, church yeah, event? Yeah. Can you ask all the male volunteers to, to see who wants to come and do this? Yeah. And so I did that. And then I was like, we need people for these slots on these two days on mm -hmm. this weekend. Yeah. And the typing the message out, sending it to everybody. I got replies back. I was like, oh, shoot. I actually got to make the schedule. Yep. And then I made it. And then I was like, okay, here's it. I had to confirm the times people are going to this thing oh yeah and oh i felt it didn't it wasn't that much work yeah I, I felt so drained after that i was like man this was the hardest thing it ever is, it is <laughs> it is draining but it actually it's good for me i know mm. it's good for me deep down because it means i'm doing something yeah. and i'm i'm helping people and people you know like see me in a different way maybe and it's like building connections mm. that's just how i do things yeah that's how i build connections that's how yeah. i build relationships by like doing things for people do you want to handle my stuff anytime it comes my way you just, <laughs> i'll just kick it to you and you do all the work for me okay I'll roll the videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh no editing is fine i like that because sure. i like i like editing this stuff oh yeah for those who think um so like kayla does edit all the videos it's not that i can't it's just that, uh, first of all, he loves doing it, but it's actually a good thing for me because my 
my job requires me to edit a lot. Yeah. And I think I would generally like hate it if I had to edit this <laughs> yeah. every week because I already have a lot to do and it would feel like a chore and I yeah. feel like I wouldn't give it my best. I'm not going to lie. Editing is not my favorite thing to do, but like mm-hmm. I know it needs to be done and it helps me stick onto a schedule. Yeah, exactly. Because if I get lazy, then I'm, I'm going to miss deadlines. That's what I'm saying. Like I say deadlines <laughs> like we're on a big time crunch all the time. <laughs> oh, dude. We do release every Sunday. We need to post. We, yeah. need, we need another delay. <laughs> yeah, I know. 2023. I know. Um, yeah, we're, we're, this is our last episode till 2024. <laughs> it allows me to recharge my editing skills. Right. <laughs> but but no, um, it uh, I, I did tell you right on at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I want to make sure that I stay on the deadlines. It'd be nice to have an off week. I just know, like you said, you're busy, mm-hmm. and I know you got stuff to do. Originally, we had a we had somebody, you know, this person, but they oh, yeah, they have. offered to edit for us, and I was like. I love you, bro, and I, I know he'd do a good job, sure. and I, I think he'd do the first three episodes before he got busy. That's exactly yeah. right. That's why I'm like, dude, we yeah. can't rely on anyone. I know, exactly. We really can't. Like, it's not because we don't trust anyone. It's just no. like, yeah, no. we. it's a lot of work. It yeah. generally yeah. is. It sounds And it's our show. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's our responsibility. So, no, like, if you ever have a down, a down week, obviously, yeah. I'll edit it no matter what. You yeah. know, like, I'll make sure that this goes through because I'm, I'm on on this. But, like, another reason we... um. Well, another thing that helped us, we actually chose to kind of keep this like a simple setup, mm-hmm. almost intentionally, just so we don't get burnt out on it, I think. Oh, yeah. And we don't pour in way too much than we have. I don't think I ever want to do video now, just sitting here. Yeah, like, honestly, dude. Dude, just editing audio is so hard sometimes, <laughs> and it's like, oh. And yeah. I, I, I don't know how to bleep out curse words, so it's like, because <laughs> I've, I've never had to do it, and so... Okay, I, but that's fun. <laughs> I'll teach you that part. <laughs> uh, no. We're a clean channel. Last time you cussed, I cut it out. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. To be fair, I did it for the views. Yeah, and I cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no more views. We could have gotten so many oh, views. Oh, we would not have. We would have been every other guy that runs a podcast. <laughs> F, F, D, F, F. Yeah, I don't know. I, but I, I think we're doing a really good job, uh, wow. especially like me staying on top of editing. I'm really happy about that. Then you've been available every weekend almost. Mm-hmm. And we shoot like three or four. Oops, I hit the mic again. We shoot every three or four episodes uh, ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way we can, like, if we need an off week or two weeks. Over Easter, Mm -hmm. we were off for two weeks. And it was like, you know, we had the episodes to take care of it. That's actually the real reason we missed Easter was because we ran out of backup videos. Uh, No, because we believe in... (laughs) Oh, yeah, we we believe in taking off on... Sabbath. Not Easter, because that's pagan. Resurrection (laughs) Sunday. (laughs) I don't believe in the Easter Bunny. You can ask Eric about the last time we had a therapist on. (laughs) I think it's unhealthy to raise your kids to believe in Santa. Honestly, no. No, no fat man in this in this joint. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Have you messed around with AI art at all? Oh yeah. Dude. I joined Mid Journey like way back when it came out. I just started Mid Journey like a couple days ago and I have been going crazy Dude, with I'm it. I'm addicted to it. I might actually try to find ways to upload stuff. I have a so I like scary movies and mm-hmm. I love clowns. So yeah. I typed in I'll I'll probably show you after the episode's over and maybe I can put some of the pictures up on Sure. As not in the thumbnail, but like Instagram in, in or between. Yeah. No, no, no. Here on the show. Oh yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. know how we have the logo up the whole time. I might try to change it to show you some of the art I've been oh, okay, making. That's easy. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. So, I, but anyway, I've been doing that, and uh, I mean, I, I, I typed in like, uh, you know, clowns playing poker. Mm. They're all cheating. Uh, neon background and dark room. Yeah. And it popped up this beautiful picture of like all these creepy clowns you'd see in a movie playing cards, and they all yeah, got this. Dude crappy grin on their face like they've been and then i tried to do one where um you ever watch like scary ring camera footage oh yeah yeah so do you watch mr nightmare i what i love mr nightmare (laughs) i love scary stuff dude i love that stuff yeah so anyway in in a lot of mr nightmares videos he shows like real footage of people that trying to break into a house and they get caught on ring camera so on ai art i was like a man looking through ring camera 
you know, pale face, mm-hmm. dead eyes, mouth agape with like no facial expression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it, it didn't quite pick up what I was going for. So it, it picked up a, a, a doorbell camera with a guy's head sticking through it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, this isn't quite what I had in mind, but I appreciate the effort mid journey. Um, I can't show you the audience, but actually all my uh, phone backgrounds are AR. That's know? awesome. And then like when you unlock it, it's a different one. Yeah. So I, yeah. That I have like different backgrounds for, but like, yeah, dude, I use it for just cause like, yeah, I mean, we're all craving our way. I like, you know, like I have, um, I'm in my mind so much and I like thinking up, you know, imagery and worlds. I'm a visual person. I'm just like, I'm just not an artist. Yeah. yeah and it really absolutely. sucks that I can't like actually show people what yeah. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. especially for like, you know, when I'm playing D and D or something like, oh, yeah. uh, actually a project I'm working on right now as I'm making a, a cool, like TV show intro, mm for my next D&D session and I'm using AI art and I'm going to like, this is what's coming at you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that to me is like, thank God someone thought of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I cannot believe that's a real thing that's in our generation. Mm -hmm. You know, we have access to a lot of people are very scared of AI art because like where it is creativity go. I'm like, I don't know about you guys. I'm using it to enhance or like and, to and, share creativity. And look, the people that like to draw can still draw. We're right, not taking yeah. their jobs from them. Not yeah, yet, exactly. at least. You know, but like <laughs> the people that like to draw can still draw. Sure. So they can still design stuff until companies start picking up AI instead of people, people to, yeah. to draw logos and whatnot. Sure, that'll suck. Yeah. But right now, they still have jobs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think people got up in ours because AR won an award or one of the yeah. pieces. I was like... Okay, I can see that maybe a little bit, but like, yeah. I don't know. It's just people just have to get used to it. People yeah. have to elaborate. Like, people For have sure. to adapt to it. Yeah. And like, regulation has to come in, obviously. Like, we're talking well, about the like, AR art. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, so. I just designed my next tattoo. So, when I go to Minnesota with my mom, I'm dropping yeah. her off at the convention. I won't see her the whole weekend. Dude, there's so many uses for it. I'm about to, I just designed my tattoo and I'm getting the yeah. next one. I'm excited for it. So, yeah. it's probably going to cost an arm and a leg, but that's where sure. it's going. Either my arm <laughs> or my leg. So. <laughs> All right, you want to put it in the arm, dude. Who's going to see your leg? I know. No, all my tattoos are on my arm. And like, uh, I, I might do something for my back, like if there's a beach day sure. or a shoulder, but I'm not doing a full back tattoo because, yeah. like, you know, I like scratching my back and I can't do it if I got a tattoo. <laughs> I will tear it up. Right. So, all right, Shaps, you ready for the big surprise reveal food item that we're going to be eating today? All right, audience, um, you know, you can see the title. Like Caleb yeah. said, I don't know what this is. Uh, leave a comment if you think I'm going to hate this or really hate this. <laughs> yeah, this is your Pause the video. Type in the comment right now. Yay or nay, is he going to like this item? Okay, you got the description in the title. You know exactly what it is. I want to know now, do you think he's going to like it? Put in your predictions. All 10 of you that are listening right this second. Stop the video. Type it in. I can't wait to see. Yeah. All right, here I go. I'm going to go grab it. Give me one second. All right. Doo-doo. Oh, he's closing his eyes. Keep him closed. Yeah. Don't look. Oh gosh! All right, I hear spoons or something. In three, two, one, open your eyes. Look at what's in front of you. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> no, dude. All right, guys. For the since there's no video except for the clip I'm gonna put on YouTube. This is ranch flavored ice cream by the brand Van Leeuwen. Leeuwen. Hidden Valley. It is Hidden Valley branded ranch French ice cream. Limited edition. <laughs> Thank God they already knew this wasn't gonna yeah. work. Okay, this came out, I think, like, March 24th, 26th. I couldn't find it, dude, because it came out for National Ranch Day, <laughs> and I couldn't find any anywhere. And a, month, a couple days ago, I was going to the store, and I just peeked my head around a random Walmart, and I was like, ah, oh, here it is, and I found just enough for us, buddy. He's trying to open it. Hold on, before, before... You didn't even open it yet? No, no, I don't even want to taste it yet mm. until I got you here with it. 
Okay, prediction, chefs. You think this is gonna be good? <laughs> you think it's gonna be sweet, or you think it's gonna be frozen I ranch? I think. Hold on. Just hold on. Hold on. Let me process this for a second. First of all, just look at it. I'm pretty sure. Like a Guys, few the- episodes ago, Kayla was like, "Oh, look at this. This is disgusting." I'm like, "We're never gonna have that." Sure enough, I found it. Ever since 2008. Uh, when Van was born out of a yellow truck on the streets of New York, New York City, uh, we've been making good ice cream from good ingredients that makes you feel good. After all, happiness is healthiness, and nothing makes us happier than this Hidden Valley Ranch ice cream. <laughs> Hidden Valley is more than America's favorite ranch dressing. It's a way of life. It goes with just about everything. Pizza, carrots, french fries, but it's never tried to go with ice cream until now. <laughs> and it probably still shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know, His man. face, guys. If you can see his face, he's so upset about this. I don't know. <laughs> Alright, okay. but, but whatever you commented and voted doesn't count yet, okay? <laughs> because he might try it and love it. The first thing I want to comment on is the logo, the color of the container. It is 100% looks just like the bottle of ranch. <laughs> no, they did not try to hide it. No. Nope. There's the rolling hills... There's the green everywhere. It mm-hmm. says ranch on it. <laughs> Hidden Valley Ranch. All right, so here, they, they, there's an, another little description you missed. May I read this one? Of course. Why French ice cream? Eggs. Plenty of them, turns out. When you use twice as many eggs, yolks as standard ice cream, you have to call it French ice cream. Fine by us. Because whatever, because whether it's using more eggs or having it, or having to legally change our name, we'll do anything to make the best ice cream on earth. Because a life without anything good is bad. French ice cream. Okay, I was just saying, why is it French ice cream? So it has to do with the amount of yolk you put in. Well, when you peel the lid off, okay. Oh, you already did. So hold on, hold on. When you peel the lid off, there's this not. Oh, dang. <laughs> it says, dang, it was cold in there. <laughs> I, I didn't curse. Ha. No, it says the D word. It was cold in there. What? It has Where? A, yeah. Any, a life without anything good is bad. It's got oh, I got little... something different. It says, Dear Mouth, Enjoy, Sincerely, sincerely Lid. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. A life without anything good is bad. Van Yulin is creative. I like it. All right, that's the protective seal on it. All right, here we go. Take the seal off. Oh, man. It oh, even... God. Oh. It's in the ice cream now. <laughs> what? Oh, it smells just like ranch, dude. Oh, that smells bad. <laughs> that smells horrible. No, I'm getting scared to try it. <laughs> Why are you hiding your face, Shep? Dude, no. You have to give it a taste. You just got to. I know you're not gonna eat the whole thing. You jerk. Earlier, you're getting me. You're guilting me about like, oh, Shep would always try anything I give him. He would never cut the episode up. And am I emotionally abusive? Did I just, did I just say I, I did? You know, did I just do something I said I'd never do? <laughs> you just have to taste it. That's all. That's all you gotta do is give it a taste. Come on, for the view. You act like you're not part of this. <laughs> Guys, I need people to start chanting, do it, do it. Type it in the comments. Oh, God. He's going to take the this bite. This is disgusting. Oh, hey, hey, you know, one thing I do like is, like, even though I put it in the freezer for oh a week, it, it is easy to scoop. I can smell it from here. Yeah, it has that, that odor. Okay, it says it goes good with pizza and carrots. Does it go good with ice cream? I don't even like ranch. <laughs> really? That's a whole other topic. You don't like ranch. Well, I mean, like, I don't, I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose of eating something healthy, but... Okay. But if you put it on pizza, that's not healthy. It's True. In fact, it's even worse for you. It's, it's very, it's very <laughs> and now it's in our favorite treat. So, you ready? I'm going to let you... No, no, no. Come on. You got to taste it. <laughs> you no, can't I hold will. your nose. <laughs> what? That, that ruins it's the taste. It's not the rule. <laughs> you're gonna, it's going to hurt the taste. 
<laughs> you just gotta taste. You're gonna dilute the beautiful yes, flavor. Yes, you're gonna. You have to taste one bite. All right, I'm gonna let you do the countdown. Three, two, one. <laughs> Don't no. curse. No. Oh my god. Oh. Oh my god. You know. No, shut up. Don't go. <laughs> you know it's that that bad. No, no, no. Hold, on, hold on, hold oh on. Oh my god, that's awful. It tastes like ranch. That's awful. But <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought it was going to taste like. No, no, no. I, just, I mean, it's got... No, the, no, no. When you really think about it, <laughs> shut no, up. It's got the ranch flavor, but I actually oh. think I might go for a second bite. <laughs> now, will it gross you out to watch yeah, me eat take it? Take mine. God, mine. <laughs> oh, I don't want yours. Ah. <laughs> All right. I bet he swapped out with vanilla ice cream. I wasn't looking. <laughs> you oh, you want to try mine and see? Ah. <laughs> I took off the same foil. Dude. Oh, my gosh. No, it, I, hey, it grows on you. Shut up. I'm being serious. No, you're not. Dude, I hate this. This is actually not bad. <laughs> I hate you so much. This is it. This is the controversy. This is it. This is where we live. I, you know, Caleb didn't really do anything to piss me off. Yeah. Now, this is it. Guys, I like this. How? It's still in my mouth. It's sweet. Not sweet. It's yeah. disgusting. No, no. It's got the ranch flavor, but it's a sweet ranch. You know what I mean? And it's, no, it's and just it's regular soft, delicious Hidden Valley ice Ranch. Cream. You just put it in your mouth. <laughs> it's a soft, delicious That's ice basically, cream. It's basically drinking the freaking bottle, dude. But it's got the sweetener in it. No, it doesn't. It's there for like a second. And then like it's just ranch. Guys, this is bite number three. And I'm probably going to eat this whole container. Good. Thank God. I'm not eating yours. I hope you never get I hope this never comes back. Good <laughs> God. <laughs> well, I'll never make you try it again. <sighs> Guys, I really... I'm sorry. This is kind of tasty. It's growing on me. I'm not going to lie to you. I dip my carrots in this. <laughs> Guys, hats off to Van Lewin. Hats off to that guy. He really uh, <laughs> he really knows what he's doing. Blending blending the strong, bold taste of ranch with sweetness of ice cream. I'm not going to lie. I actually kind of like it. Now, granted, I would this wouldn't be my first choice to get every single time. You know what I mean? In fact, it'd be pretty low on the tier of like you know choices that I'd want. Yeah. So it's good as like <laughs> it is limited edition for for a good reason. But if someone were to hold a gun to my head and say you better eat this, I'd be like yes sir because <laughs> I've had it before and it's not the worst thing I've ever tasted. And I'd be in the back like no no he likes the stuff, he likes it. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'd never lie to our audience. I need something to. Actually. He's going to eat the pecans I brought. Yeah. Guys, we had a great episode. I hope you liked the discussion today. I hope you enjoyed watching us try to hurt our taste buds. Once again, my iron gut has carried me through the ages, and it will for many more. Shaps, any final thoughts on the what we, the, the, the show as a whole? Let's not talk about the ice cream anymore. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I thought the show was great. <laughs> Until a certain point. Yeah. All right, guys, you guys have a great week. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. We will see you next time. I'm also going to move everything to YouTube podcasts. I think that's, that'd be cool. See if that oh, yeah. helps with stuff. We'll, we'll see. See what happens. Yeah, I might do both. I might upload it as a video and on podcasts. Who knows? Anyway, guys, have a great week. See you all next time. See you guys. Bye.